On this episode of the Fifth Day State podcast, let's just say Australia has lost the plot. Uh, so, without further ado, let's get on with the show. everyone, you're listening to episode 29 of the Fifth Estate Podcast. I'm, my name's Cameron Blewett. I'm the host of this program, uh, coming out to you late on a Saturday night. I um, thought I would do one uh, for that, namely because the whole Dokovich thing blew up while I was recording uh, yesterday's episode, so I thought I'd talk about it today. Uh, watched the um, Federal Circuit Court uh, emergency hearing or whatever it was last night uh, for that. And, yeah, so let's just say, man, I I think this country is fucked. Um, We've lost the plot um, for the immigration minister to boot someone out of the country not because of their actions but because of how other people will behave or may behave or they think they're going to behave it's just fucking bonkers um you know so it it sets a bad 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 precedent uh i think that this is the thing is that um you know potentially they're using this as a, as a test case uh, to set the precedent going. So then that will you know that can keep out the likes of um, you know um, Jordan Peterson for a start. If he ever tours again, they can boot him out because nope, <laughs> because there'd be people that'll go fucking bonkers because and protest because he's coming out. Um, whether they use that to keep out the genuinely. Um, undesirable people who want to come into this country is going to be a a different question, and I don't think they will. Um, honestly, if you have a look at, at everything that they've done, um, you know, both at the state and the federal level, um, nothing they're doing is done to um, reduce crime or any of those bullshit things that they talk about. So, um, yeah, I... I've never said it before, but I hope the government loses this case, um, and I hope that this minister's uh, the minister's decision is overturned. Um, it looks like it's going to a full bench of the federal court uh, tomorrow. I think eight eight o'clock or nine o'clock or something like that. It starts, so it's going to be. Oh, pardon me. Uh, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Um, so yeah, you know I. I do hope when the decision's handed down that the the minister gets raked over the coals for it uh, to, you know, to tell the media first that Dogovic is going to be booted out of the country, then 10 minutes later tell his lawyers or him uh, and then to do it at, at, you know, 5.30 or 6 o'clock on a Friday night. You know, it, it, it's typical bullshit. Um, that's what governments do. They put things out on weekends or, or late Friday night because they believe that no one's going to be watching it, uh, looking at it, and then they might be able to slide one through. Uh, you know, why didn't he do it? 
Why didn't he do it Friday morning? Why didn't he do it Thursday afternoon? Um, so, yeah, it's a thing. I mean, never been one to really support the Liberal Party. Um, I think lately what they're doing is just freaking disgusting. Um, they've allowed uh, dictatorial premiers and chief ministers uh, to run roughshod over everything that there is. Um, you know, I know there's only limited stuff that they can do with uh, with premiers because, the, you know, the, the states are their own um, self self-governing entity um, and all that sort of stuff. Though, you know, the Northern Territory uh, with, who was it, Michael Gunner, um, you know, he should have been reined in the first time he, he did some bullshit, um, you know, just because the Commonwealth's got the power to overrule uh, legislation and whatever else goes on in the territories. So that should have been done the first time that Gunner uh, exo- you know, exercised uh, some little fucking bonkers power, dictatorial power that he did, Um, you know, Scotty should have gone in there and just turned around and said, nope, listen, mate, you can't do that. That's not in the the vibe of the Constitution to, uh, you know, to to channel, um, what is it, The, the castle, who was it? I can't remember that barrister's name, but, you know, that he was talking about the vibe of things. Um, so, yeah, uh, for that. So, you know, I think it's a thing is that, I don't know, I mean, Albanese is going to be a freaking shitload worse. Um, I think that coming up to the next election that the election is Morrison's to lose, not Albanese's to win. Um, and then uh, with if or when Albanese does lose it, that uh, my thoughts are that it's going to be a uh, a big um, battle afterwards between um, uh, Christina Kennelly and um, Tanya Plebyshek or however you pronounce her name. Uh, they're going to be the ones that have been, uh, you know, elevated or being groomed to take over when... Um, Albanese fails, which is what he's going to do because, mate, how could anyone vote for him? I mean, he's almost as bad as Short and, um, and you know, and that's saying something. So, But anyway, uh, ultimately I'd love to see the bash broom taken to the whole lot of, of everyone in Canberra, just sweep it out. Well, actually, no, nah, stuff the bash broom, get the gurney out there um, and just blast it out. It needs to be cleaned out and started again. Uh, and then, you know, hopefully that happens in Canberra, then we can do the same thing down here to uh, to Victoria. So, you know, this is the thing, but, you know, it, the world's going bonkers. Um, and yeah, now speaking of, of, you know, Victoria and all that sort of stuff, I really do hope that uh, these, uh, what is it, the, these governing bodies that, that look after all these sporting events and all that sort of stuff, who is the ATP that looks after the Australian Open and whatever else there is, I hope that they, you know, seriously turn around and, you know, seriously consider no longer having the tennis out in this country. Uh, hope hope that the Grand Prix, the Grand Prix goes. Um, I think that that will serve... Um, serve them all right. Um, just get rid of everything. No more sporting events. Um, 
Yeah. And even I hope the LAOC turns around and just says, hey, you know what, let's cancel the Olympics for Queensland in, what was it, 2032 or some bullshit like that. Um, so, yeah, man, it, it's just, it is bonkers. Um, so, but anyway, <laughs> enough about that one. Um, sorry, that was a nice glass of coconut water there. Um, thought I'd try that. Uh, for these, I want to do my podcast, so we'll see how I go with that one. Anyway, what else are we going to talk about today? Um, yeah, Australia's lost the plot. Ah, now, speaking of losing the plot, um, with Peter Fitzsimons putting his little bit about um, out there to try and reassert, reassert his relevance to Australian political discussion. Uh, the former PM, who should never have been PM in the first place, Malcolm Turnbull, has surprisingly come out and said that, hey, he'd vote for the Australian Choice model, though I doubt he doubts that he'll, it'll get that far. Well, you know what, Malcolm, I think that you've just essentially turned around self and, and you know, admitted to treason. Um, because that's the thing, is that you're going to do something to undermine the um, the Commonwealth or the heirs or the Constitution or whatever it is. So, yeah, so anyway, um, love to see that. But, you know, this is the thing. Turnbull should never have become Prime Minister. He should never have been allowed into the Liberal Party for a start. Um, I don't know. You know, he's... Since he's left office and he got shitty that he got knifed the same way that he knifed Abbott... He's just been, um, you know, probably the best weapon the Labor Party has. Um, you know, him and Kay Rudd, uh, they, they just mouth off and it's just like, you know what, you're an XPM, so just sit back, enjoy your gold, your gold pass and, and your pension for life and whatever the bullshit that you get and just shut up and let people get on with their lives. Uh, but, you know, he has to mouth off about, Every little thing that he can, uh, he gets, you know, he's still uh, cranky about that, that, you know, he whether he wanted to be PM for life, who knows. Um, but, yeah, anyway, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that one. But, you know, I think the whole Republic thing is doomed. Um, and it's, a thing, you know, yeah, I... I don't want to talk about it and I'm not actually, no, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say that, you know, Turncoat Turnbull is, is living up to his nickname um, and so, yeah, uh, you know, I, it, it's not a discussion that we should be having in the middle at the tail end or wherever we are in this, this bullshit pandemic. It's not a discussion that we should be having because whatever the discussion is, you know, when it comes time to have that discussion, I think a model needs to be presented that um, puts this country into a better position than what it is now, uh, and that is something that is not going is not happening with that model. So um, let's. I wanted to um, move on to my next subject, which is. Hang on, let me pop up the window here. Um, 
here we go. Uh, there's a thing in the age today which we know that the corrupt corporate press is a testing ground for the government. They release things early uh, to see what the public response is going to be so then they can get a chance to either, you know, fine-tune their position or, you know, tweak it one way or tweak it the other way before they take it out to, to the public for, um, for, you know, official as something official. And with that, uh, so who is that? Professor Alan Cheng, who is on um, the Australian Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation or ATAGI, He's turned around and said that there are no immediate plans to implement a fourth dose in Australia's coronavirus vaccine program. Um, Why are we even talking about a fourth one when the third one hasn't even been fully rolled out either? Um, Have we got stats for... It's COVID data. Uh, vaccine data in Victoria. Oh, there we go. Um, only a million people have had dose three. One million one hundred eighty-one thousand five hundred thirty-nine have had dose three. Um, so you know why are we even talking about dose four? Uh, and. You know, is it really a vaccine when you need to have four shots in the space of 12 months? Um, yeah, I know that the definition's been changed all over the place, so they're rewriting definitions to suit their own bullshit. Um, there, there's no way that it can be that. You know, it, it, it has to be called a, ser- a series of therapeutics or just a pointless jab. Um, you know, it's with the moronic variant going around uh, as popular as it is now, there's really no genuine benefit to getting the jab. And if whatever comes after the moronic variant uh, is weaker or the moronic variant spreads around that much that it becomes becomes endemic, uh then, you know, it's then obviously then there's no need for any more jabs. So what's the point? Why have a third one? Um, so have a look at today's Wu flu data. Um, twelve thousand PCRs and twelve thousand nearly thirteen thousand probable cases via rats. Now, mate. That's a good way to have a sickie and have a week off work. Oh, I tested positive on the rat. Um, so if we have a look at it, there's – how many active cases are there? 227,000 uh, for a total of um, all up 443,000 total cases, which, you know, still on is that about 1% of the Victorian population – um and thirty two thousand uh, three hundred and twenty four thousand have recovered. Um so yeah, it's I don't know, man. I, I think we've still got a, a fair way to go before it gets endemic. Uh so yeah, but 
you know, having a fourth jab. And and the other thing is, why is Cheng on Atagi when he was the acting chief health officer not long ago? Um, so isn't that a massive conflict of interest? And you can't, you know, is he using the uh, information that he got while he was acting Cho to influence what he's doing now as a Targi or was he pushing the bullshit when he was ch- um, Cho because he was going to be on a Targi? Um, so I'll see how long he's been on there for ATAGI. Is there a about us? Oh, there we go, about us. Um, who we are, Minister's Leadership Team. Brendan Murphy, Paul Kelly. Oh, he's not listed on there. Um, don't know. I'll see if I can do a bit of a Google search for his name. Um, so is it Monash Uni? Personal profile, blah, 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 blah. So he has, he is current chair of the advisory committee for vaccines and a previous member of the advisory committee on prescription medicines, advising the Therapeutic Goods Administration on vaccines and drug regulation issues, and co-chair of the ATAGI. He is also a member of the National Influenza Surveillance Committee. And until 2015, he was ASID representative on the Communicable Diseases um, ASID is the Australasian Society for Infectious Diseases. Um, here we are. Um, would be ministers. Maybe committee. Torres Strait Islander. Advisory Committee on Vaccines. There we go. Um, membership. Chair. No. He's not co-chair. He is the chair. Uh, And it says it there. So um, so I think that, yeah, that's a bit, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, Professor is an infectious diseases physician. His current appointments are as director and Infection Prevention and Healthcare Epidemiology at Alfred, Hospital, Alfred Health, Professor in Department of Epidemiology and Preventative Medicine at Monash, uh, and diverse clinical experience in metropolitan, blah, blah, blah. He has published over 350 peer-reviewed scientific publications. He was previously co-chair of ATAGI from 20, uh, 2018 to 2021. So now he's chair now. Which is interesting. Um, 
doesn't mention anything about him being acting chief health officer uh, for Victoria. So anyway, and, and, you know, this is the thing is that, you know, it's, is it um, nepotistic where it's all just, they're all the same people that just move from different positions and different jobs and there's no new thoughts because it's the same tired bullshit that comes in um, and all that. So, you know, I don't think we should be having a target. I think that, you know, it should be up to the individual states. The Commonwealth should keep out of it because the Commonwealth uh, has no um, constitutional authority to deal with public health or anything. All the, the Commonwealth can do is, is deal with um, quarantine matters uh, and then obviously so yeah you know keep it out get it back get rid of Atagi as I said before get rid of APRA and, and all that crap um, take it back to the states and let the states deal with it themselves um, you know not that with the current regimes that we've got around the place that things would be any better uh, you know it's still it's the thing is that these we need to yeah, you know, the, the Commonwealth is useless. Uh, we've seen the federal government not willing to do anything while these premiers and chief ministers did what they wanted, uh, ruled by decree, you know, effectively. You know, actually, no, they did in the um, towers, public housing towers, and uh, they did it last year as well, effectively locked people into their homes um, with short notice where, hey, you can't come out when... You know, the, the federal government's turned around and just let that happen just points out how useless they are and that, you know, it's, you know, that, you know, they, it, it's, I'm trying to find right words to say without um, getting into big expletive-loaded rant. Um, but, you know, anyway, it just shows you how useless that the uh, the federal government is, that they've got no... Uh, no appetite for a fight with the states. Um, you know, that could be either twofold, is that this is part of the plan that they've got that they want to have in place, which we know that it is because uh, Victorian government's looking at uh, handing over the management of elections to the Commonwealth, whereas the Commonwealth has no constitutional authority to deal with elections. So... Hmm. that's an interesting one there. So if all the elections are run by the, the federal government uh, in a line with the digital identity uh, and everything else that has been federalised, you know, what what's ha- that happening? And, you know, I think it is part of the plan. It's part of the plan that they're doing it. Um, so, yes, so, um, you know, the, the, the federal government's not willing to have a fight with the states because this is part of the plan and the states are helping usher in the ability for the federal government to have more power and more control over the population than they do now. Or it's a thing is that, you know, if they do have a fight and they lose, well, you know, whatever gains that the federal government made after the Franklin Dam issue have just been literally flushed down the toilet uh, because, you know, the, the courts rightly or wrongly would say that, hey, you know what, the states have the power to do that and whatever... Um, bullshit legislation like the Biosecurity Act or whatever it is and, and everything like that is pointless. Uh, now, 
you know, because, you know, going back to the, the Franklin Dam matter with the external affairs provision, I don't think it was the high, the court was asked if the the um, Commonwealth, like the federal government, has um, the ability to enter into those things on behalf of the states and the territories when the, you know, obviously the Constitution silent about that, um, you know, because is it, yeah, you know, if, if the Commonwealth hasn't got the ability hasn't got the authority to do things on behalf of the states, well, then that's another question about everything that the um, Commonwealth, that Australia has signed up to um, for that. So, you know, another, like, it'd be like uh, if you've got kids and you go and sign your kids up to play um, basketball when your kids don't want to play basketball, but, hey, because you're the parent and you've signed them up, they've got to go and do it. Well, you know... Is it something that you should have done or is it something that you had the authority to do in the first place? Um, so, yeah, it, it's one of those questions that will never be answered uh, because the courts won't answer that question uh, and I know there won't be any court matters that will be taken to court to answer that question. So it's just going to be one of those ones that, that uh, sits around there out in limbo till who knows when. Uh, so, but gets back to the um, the other thing that I was I've been ranting about before is that we do need to get rid of these federal and state governments. Um, you know, get it back to strip everything back to how it was. Uh, get rid of the federal Department of Health, um, Education Department, anything that the um, Federal Parliament doesn't have the ability to pass laws on uh, and, and things like that. So get rid of that, bring the powers back to the states and get some competent people into Parliament uh, to manage it. And, yeah, it's just, the, you know, to, to keep... Actually, you know, I don't even think we should be doing that. Maybe just get rid of Parliament altogether. Um and I, you know, that's something that I haven't really said before, because um, I don't believe that local government should be legitimised, um, and that's going to be another push. Um, I think that, that that'll be happening sooner, or actually, that'll probably be happening before the uh, referendum on the republic is about legitimising uh, local government. Uh, so once local government's legitimised, then, you know, we're voluntarily screwed. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that we should be having uh, a local government, maybe a group of people managing the local area, uh, but not for what it is because essentially the local government is just another way for the state to tax us. Um, you know, it, it's a way for the state to pass particular laws. I mean, you have a look at it, okay, uh, where am I? I'm in Whittlesey. Uh, our local council, our the, the councillors have been booted out by some act of Victorian Parliament. So we've got a bunch of administrators that are sitting in there till the uh, election in, I think it is um, 2025 when the next uh, um, council election is. Um, hang on, let's see, City of Wilsey. 
Add us. Administrators. Um, Friday, 19th of June, 2020, a panel of administrators was appointed to the city of Whittlesea. Um, so that says, but how long are they there for? Um, doesn't say. Um, but yeah, three, uh, it's one, two, three, three administrators that they are doing essentially what the um, council does. So, you know, if, if that can happen, well, then why do we need to elect councillors in, in the first place? Um, so uh, is it council election? Three, four years. Next election will be 2024. Okay, so... Uh, yeah. However, Whittlesea City Council was dismissed by an Act of Parliament in March 2020 and a panel of administrators was appointed. Okay, so the previous council was, so there wasn't even an election to uh, um, vote in new councillors. So the they, they were there for over four years. Um It's just bonkers. Um, yeah, it, and so you know, this is the thing. If if that can be run by a board of you know by three administrators, and you know, no one gives a whoopty about democracy and all that sort of stuff, which are just you know, um, dog whistle words or weasel words or whatever they are. It's, it's um, you know, there's no fucking democracy in this country. Um, we're not a democratic country uh, because democracy is mob rule. We don't have mob rule. We vote. Uh, we're a constitutional monarchy. Uh, so we vote. You know, the um, power resides in the crown, which is exercised by the governor general and the governor uh, of the respective states. Um, so, you know, it's... Yeah, funny how they get upset about that yet don't give a whoopty about, you know, no democratic, um, you know, I, you use that word democratic very, very loosely. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's bonkers. I mean, if, if that can be run by three people instead of, what, six or seven councillors, um, then... Uh, and a mayor, so you know it's you know it's something that that other councils could be done for, um, done the same way. Just get rid of them. Let actually let you know let um, let the people appoint the administrators. Um, don't crap on saying oh we need to vote for you know representatives in councillors or aldermen in ward said ward this ward that ward that blah blah. And we need to vote for a mayor blah 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 blah. We don't. Um, City of Whittlesea is going to be running with three people f for you know 
for over four years. So it's obviously another nearly three years now. Um, nearly four Where? 20? Uh, yeah, nearly three years. Um, <laughs> losing track of dates and times and everything uh, with all this stuff that's going on. But, you know, it, it's the thing. Get rid of it. Get rid of these governments. They just pass bullshit um, bylaws, bylaws that have to be approved by the Victorian government anyway. So, you know, it's not um, a truly democratic or a um, self-governing region anyway because it's all controlled by the state uh, and, you know, within in tight parameters and everything like that. So, you know what, for example, you know, City of Whittlesea, they couldn't turn around and say, well, hey, you know what, when we get the council to pass a motion that, so what, you know, this is going to be a um, no discrimination zone where um, it's against um, the council bylaws to discriminate on anyone on their medical background um, or anything like that. That would be overturned by the state um, because they love their segregation uh, and everything like that. So, but anyway, it's you know it, it's the thing. We really need to get get rid of these councils, get rid of the state government, get rid of of these. I'm not going to be nice and call them idiots or morons or anything like that. They are just evil people. Um, I say what I would call them. Um, outside of this, but, you know, they are evil people. They don't, they're not entitled to our respect, let alone deserve our respect, because what these people have done is just freaking disgusting, what they've allowed to happen. And, you know, with, uh, with the exclusion of one or two in potentially the upper house in Victoria, um, you know, politicians on both sides of you know of the the spectrum uh, is just disgusting, uh, and you know what they yeah, they they're not entitled to anything. They're not entitled to our um, respect. They should be condemned for everything they've done and actually treated the way that they should be, and and that is as. You know, once the elections are held and they lose their office, no longer as as um, functioning members of society, boot them out. Go and do what they did in the old days, just turn around and exile them somewhere. So, no, you've got to go and live in some shithole somewhere. Um, you know, Dan and, and a few others will probably be on, on the, the fast boat to China and, and live there. Uh, but, you know, it's it's the thing. No, boot them out. As soon as the soon as – actually, no – as soon as the, the governor calls for an election, um, just bundle them up in a car and say, there you go. Over the border, don't come back. If you come back, you know, it's not going to be a pretty sight. Um, and all that. Now, that being said, I'm not advocating violence or anything like that. I think we should just be exiling these people because what they've done has not been in the best interest of the state um, public health bullshit. Uh, they've, you know, it 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 has been. Let's make it clear. It has been to the sole benefit of big pharma and the World Economic Forum with their Great Reset. Nothing else. Um, turn around and say, oh, but this was a killer virus and it did this and it was going to kill grandma. So that's why we had to lock down. Well, 
Did it really? Was it? I mean, I mean, you know, why were gyms closed? Why was we? Why were we only allowed an hour of exercise a day? Yet places like McDonald's and and Hungry Jacks and all that sort of stuff were allowed to stay open. Um, health food shops were closed. Yet they stayed open. Um, figure that one out. Um, you know, and this is a public health emergency. You'd think in a public health crisis that we would be focusing on the health of the people rather than turning around and saying, you know what, let's just get them jabbed. Yep, the jab will protect them. Well, when it doesn't, hey, let's just jab them again. We'll give them another one because that might protect them. When the second one doesn't, oh, no, let's roll out a third. We'll roll out a third, that'll do it. And when the third one doesn't because it's not designed for this moronic variant, oh, we'll give them a fourth. And it's just the same shit you were injected the other three times and yet they expect it to work this um, isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? Um, so, yeah, it, it's... Uh, I don't know. Um, really have to scratch my head these days and wonder what the hell is going on with the world. Um, yeah, there's... I might actually... I'll try and get one done tomorrow um, and talk more about... What, how I think that we could um, work um, a free market anarchistic society in Victoria um, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I'll try and get one done tomorrow. Um, might either be early morning or later at night. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see with that one. But, yeah, I'll... I'll Start plotting out things now. And I do want to do it because I think that's something that we need to seriously consider um, because have a look at what we've got now. That has failed miserably. Can't even build freaking roads and yet these morons expect us to vote for them again so they can continue and fuck things up, whether it's going to be um, the Labor Party with their bullshit stuff that they do or we're going to vote for the Liberal Party and they're going to just screw things up just as bad. Um, so, yeah, it's we, we need to be looking at removing things from government and, and taking away power um, because the, the government only has power because we allow them to have power. When we turn around and say to them, no, that's not how it goes, then they will start becoming scared of us and then they will start doing things that will benefit us and not themselves. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, yeah, it's it's a thing. Um, yeah, right, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. So where are we now? We're coming up to about 40 minutes. Uh, might end it here. Uh, don't have too much of a long one. Um if I get time tomorrow, there's a couple of people who have emailed in questions uh, to do that. So as I said, if you want to email in your questions, just send an email to um, podcast at the fifth dot estate uh, and I'll read your questions or answer your questions. Or the other way is, I don't know if I've got that tab set up yet, but I'll have a tweak with the website and get some way that uh, you guys can leave uh, questions on the website so uh, that'll be a plan for me for the rest of the night uh, and tomorrow so anyway thanks for listening uh, my name is Cameron Blewett and this was the fifth estate podcast bye for now